Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bible Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Brother George. Thanks a lot for joining me. Why is it that Jesus Christ is so loved and admired by his followers? And why is it that so many in the early church sacrificed their lives for the cause of preaching his name? And even today, there exist millions who are or would be willing to do the same. There are many reasons, of course, but here's a major one. His servant leadership. John 1.3 tells us that he was present at creation, that all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. So, as the architect and creator of all things, he's the rightful owner of the universe and all that's within it. And so the scriptures make continual reference to his universal authority and kingship. Revelation 19.16, for example, says, And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yet, in spite of possessing ownership over all, He doesn't act like you would expect he would. He remains largely behind the scenes and doesn't demand we bow and worship. He gives us a choice to do so voluntarily out of love and gratitude. And not only does he not enforce worship and service, he descended from his heavenly seat of authority to become one of us and to serve us. Matthew 20, 25-28 says, Ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom. For many. How dissimilar from the common attitudes of the Gentile or non-believing kings and leaders Jesus was referring to. The great monarchs and rulers of the past were often autocratic and even ruthless. Consider the rulers of past civilizations such as the pharaohs of Egypt, the rulers of the ancient Assyrians, Babylonians, Greeks and the Caesars of Rome. Typically, they were anything but servant leaders. This concept of leadership as a position of sacrificial service to the people, rather than a vehicle for domination and exploitation, permeated the early church. And while it took many centuries, eventually this idea began to take root around the world. If you live in a country where you have a prime minister and other ministers overseeing various portfolios such as finance, justice, foreign affairs, education, health and social services, etc., please be aware that the title minister and its connotation of service to the public is highly influenced by the Bible and Jesus' teaching. Of course, many modern-day political ministers aren't carrying out their duties as sacrificially for the people as Jesus taught they should, but their job titles demand that they do. So we can thank Jesus that most of us aren't living under the type of authoritarian rulers that were common in his day and before. Jesus himself could have been the ultimate power harasser. He could have been the most ruthless and demanding leader ever. But instead, 
He's won the hearts of his legions of followers by holding back on his potential power over us and instead serving us and calling us his friends. This is a major reason he's so admired. His servant leadership model and the way he lived his life on earth was so pure, so selfless, so inspirational that contemporary new atheist critics of religion focus more of their criticism on fallible Christians rather than on Jesus himself. I guess it makes them look bad to bash him too much because he's just too sweet. Here's a quote about Jesus attributed to the great French conqueror Napoleon. Alexander, Caesar, Charlemagne and myself founded empires. But on what did we rest the creations of our genius? Upon sheer force. Jesus Christ alone founded his empire upon love. And at this hour, millions of men would die for him. But having said all that, don't take his sweetness for granted, because while he did come to serve and gives us free will choice to love him and others, he won't put up with humanity's rebellious, hurtful, and unloving behavior forever. There will come a day, at the end of this age of grace, when he returns to rightfully reclaim his kingdom, judge the nations, and enforce obedience and the gratitude he deserves. Here's what the scriptures say. Revelation 11.15 And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And Philippians 2.10 That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things on earth, and things under the earth. So, do you know the servant king who loves you enough to create you and shower you with every imaginable blessing and yet doesn't force you to bow, worship and serve? If not, receive him today by simply praying a short prayer to ask him into your heart. And if you do already know him, please do your best to tell the world about him. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe. God bless you all. See you next time. Bye.